back by unpopular request. Oh my gosh. Me. What about me? And you. And me? And you. Us. Me. The Nerdiest Podcast. Season four. Season four, baby. <laughs> season four, baby. You know how Welcome many shows back. don't make it to season four? You know how many shows um, don't? Too many. <laughs> Did you know? This is an interesting metric. The average lifespan of podcasts is seven episodes. Most well, podcasts we... don't make it past seven. And here we are with what? Our... Episode. What is this? 52 episodes 52. past that. Here we are. This is episode 59. 59. I should know Start that. Start of season four. You should know that. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> welcome back to the Nerdiest Podcast, the podcast where nerds talk about nerdy things. I'm your host, Mr. Nick Barrett, and I am also joined by my fabulous co-host, Mr. Jackson Glass. How are you doing today, sir? You know, I'm doing really good because I feel so good to be back after a break. I know, right? I, like, I wrote down a ton of thoughts that I'm just going to, we get to spit them out today because it was kind of an eventful break. A lot of, it really was. A lot of news going around, a lot of stuff happening, a lot of announcements. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff going on in the world and in life. So, yeah. pretty good. Pretty and good. it's 2022, which seems like it could be one of the greatest years to be a fan of multimedia. Um, yeah. But we'll get into that in a minute. Before we jump into our topic today, I do want to take a second to plug our social media. You can follow the podcast on Instagram and TikTok at the nerdiest podcast and be sure to check out the description of this episode for our poll slash question of the week now what do we want to jump into first because we've got notes got a bit of a list we've got things we're looking forward to in 2022 we've got a couple movies that we watched over the break that we want to talk about um where do you want to start you want to start with some um i want to start with thoughts that aren't as important so i can get them out of the way this is what I wrote down. Why do we hate James Corden so much? What did he What did he do? I'm trying to remember. I can't answer that question for you. Like, I've never been a James Corden fan. Like, I was never one of those people. Like, Carpool Karaoke used to be pretty funny. Like, I don't I don't know why there's hate. And they were like, I saw a tweet that was like, oh, the James Corden show was canceled this whole week for COVID. And someone was like, finally, some good news. And I was like, good grief. Like, I know it's annoying to I mean, have him in every musical, because I don't think he should be in every musical, but I'm just like, where's this hate spouting from? Here's the thing, though. I think you missed the key word there when you said carpool karaoke used to be good, which implies that it's not good now. So, okay. by that logic, um, James Corden was never good. Um, yeah, okay, I, I don't, that's fair. I don't have any way to weigh in on this conversation. <laughs> um because I was never, as I said, I've never James Corden fan. I, I kind of want to, I'm, I'm going to pull the, the uh, Jeff Winger quote about Paul Rudd, but I'm going to use it for uh, James Corden. I understand the appeal, um, and I would never take that away from anybody, but I'm also not going to stand in line for it myself. Um, you know, you know, which, hey. by the way, an iconic quote that I use in so many different aspects of my life. <laughs> that is honestly, honestly. Community is so timeless. I'd also Jeff Winger, kind of based. Kind of. I mean, what can I say? If I knew what that mean, I'd be able to agree. <laughs> but... Yeah, based is kind of one of those things. Like, what does it truly mean what to does... be based? You see, I legitimately have no idea what that means. So, um, 
here we are. My second thought that isn't very important, um, card games are better than board games. I'm gonna say True. that because I've I've played some board now. Some board games are phenomenal. Ticket to Ride, top notch. Settlers of Catan or Catan. I think Catan is how you should say it, but top tier board games. Other than that, I mean, Monopoly is fun, but honestly, Monopoly is more fun if you play it on the Switch or the Xbox. That's so true. Um, it's just so much easier because you're not going one, two, three, four for like three hours and like people like don't like cannot make decisions and the game like kind of forces them to go a little faster. So that's true. Card games better than board games. I wanted that out there, whether it's like I played a game last night called Joker and I've never played that before. And it was like essentially mafia, but with DC characters and you could sabotage each other. So that was really dope. Um, That was, that's my thought for the day. Card games better than board games. Thank you very much. My thought for the day um, that I am not really going to elaborate on. Uh, Jackson's gone. He disappeared. Sorry, I had to oh, move something. Mind, he's back. Um, my thought for the day, Vine will always be better than TikTok mm. because uh, Vine forced you to create in seven seconds or less, and you had to be on point with what you were doing. Now, not to say TikTok doesn't have like good slash funny content. Go follow us on TikTok after the <laughs> podcast. Um, but I think in terms of because TikTok, it was Musically, and then it got bought out or something, and they mm-hmm. changed the name. And Musically was already kind of like uh, uh, it was a clone of an app called Dub Smash, which then in and of itself was a clone of. A, Vine. I was so, so big into Dub Smash. <laughs> like you me can too. find all my old like Dub Smash things, and they're so uh, cringy. It I was know, just right? me singing. I don't even remember songs. my login at this point. Yeah. So yeah, that's my controversial take for the day. Vine will always be better than TikTok. So the problem so. with Vine versus TikTok is I can say a Vine reference that most people will understand. Exactly. I can say Vine has Vine has surpassed culture so i can say whenever i drive past a sign that says road work ahead we all know Uh, to say i sure hope it does i sure hope it does we all know to say that but if i reference a tiktok you have to be a you'd be on a very specific side to know what i'm talking about and sometimes people know exactly what i'm talking about and it's amazing and other times i look like a crazy guy that should be screaming on a street corner so here that's we are. True. That's 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 my take. And also, TikTok is slowly turning into YouTube, but you don't choose what you watch. Because that's it's like, true. they're like, oh, you can do 30 second videos. Well, now it's 60 seconds. When well, I was three minutes. And I'm just like, when are they going to add eight minutes? And so everyone's like, short, I'm ready for it. short form content is ruining us. It's not even short form anymore. These are three minute videos that are coming on your TikTok feed. Which I'm not going to lie to you. Like. Those three minute videos feel so much longer than they really are. No, they like, do. That feels like a long three minutes uh, compared to like what else you're like conditioned to watch oh, yeah. on the app where it's kind of just like two that seconds instant, and you're done. That instant gratification. And it's like, I honestly, I skip through some videos now. Like the ones that are like epic prank watch until the end. I'm like, scrub. <laughs> oh, neat. The prank wasn't that cool. 
Moving how on. How do you, how right. can you even scrub through some of them, but not all of them? Uh, it has to be over 60 seconds, I think, in mm. order for you to scrub. That's annoying, because sometimes- Or like over 30 seconds, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think because I always hate the TikToks that are super long and like I didn't catch the punchline at the end, and it's like I gotta watch the whole thing. Gotta watch the whole thing again, and it's kind of like I don't think everyone should be allowed to post on TikTok. There's things I've seen on kind of like having a podcast. There's things I've seen on TikTok where I'm like, why would you ever share this information? Where's your mother? Where is your mother, young man? (laughs) Young lady, sir, ma'am. How could you be posting on TikTok? Cringe. There's entire TikTok accounts that are designated to finding really cringy TikToks, and then they just like share them, and I'm like, Lord save I love, us! I love the TikTok accounts that are like, they take the stories that are like, follow for part two, and it's like, part two is actually this, 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 and this. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. Have a good day. No, and those I'm are. Like, Thank you for summarizing <laughs> in like one video <laughs> what it took this other person four videos to explain. I love the videos that where, um, people. Like, this is kind of because I grew up with shows like America's Funniest Home Videos, where like that was the stuff. So my the best content I've seen on the internet in general is always completely unscripted. Like, I saw a video of a girl. Maybe we can share it somewhere. I don't know. But this she was like trying to get this giant jar of pickles out of the fridge, Uh-oh. and she just like opened it and then fell and like was just baptized in this pickle juice. And it's hilarious. Like nothing that anyone could have written on their computer would ever be funnier than this girl like lying in this puddle of pickles. I don't understand. This this is my last point about TikTok and then we gotta move on uh, from TikTok because this is not a TikTok podcast. No. We have a lot more to talk about. But I will say um, Megan sent me a TikTok last night that was like, you want to know how much TikTok has ruined your humor? I bet if I show you an image and base boost it, you'll die laughing. It was a picture of Capri Sun bean flavor. <laughs> and it just had that base boosted and I lost it, man. I was dying laughing. Here, and here. she was like, look, TikTok has ruined your humor. Oh no. <laughs> well, pickles what can i say oh man sorry you audio uh, she's in a bit of a pickle <laughs> oh no no okay. we're moving on we're okay moving anyway on. I'm sorry. um so new segment of the podcast here um something i want to at least try to do is have like a brief news segment like one or two things that um mm-hmm. are relevant to the media we're talking about so like movies games shows mm-hmm. um that i pulled two this week um because we kind of have a lot to talk about yeah uh, in what we're anticipating for this year which is kind of the topic of the episode but um so the smaller one of the two is that there uh, a scott pilgrim anime was announced i thought that was interesting it's gonna have the original uh creators working on it it's a netflix exclusive and it will be animated by science seiru who is the animation studio who did the (gasps) tob1 that's my favorite one Yeah, and wow. they actually do, like, really good action uh, okay. animation, too. So I'm kind of okay. excited for it. Because I know the Scott Pilgrim versus the world, and or not anime, the movie mm-hmm. was really good. I really enjoyed it. No, but I also too. know there's, like, video games and manga and comics and all that. So it surpasses that movie specifically. So I'll be interest, really interested to see what they do with that. Yeah. I know it's not coming out this year, but mm-hmm. it is uh, 
a thing that got it announced. was in the news uh, i also wonder um how do audience reacts to scott pilgrim versus the world disconnected from michael Sarah? assuming because i'm assuming he's not gonna be voicing i wouldn't think so i wouldn't think so because like you said it's like f- this is so much bigger than that movie and so i'm curious to see how that's received mm-hmm. moving so, on moving on our second bit of news here is um pixar drew the short end of the stick again um because it was announced recently that their new film turning red is going to be a disney plus original movie and i put air quotes around that entire sentence because it it was never intended to be a disney plus original movie it was meant to go out in theaters. Now, of course, you know, their reasoning is like, oh, well, the Omicron variant is flaring up mm-hmm. and like, we don't like, we're just going to move it to Disney Plus. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, safety is fine. But then you have movies like Sing 2 that are going to theaters. Yeah. Or uh, DreamWorks is doing this movie called The Bad Guys, which if you have not seen the trailer for that, you need Ooh, to watch it. I have it's not. really good. I'm kind of excited. Um, now I that's am, another animated movie it. that's going straight to theaters. Yeah. Uh, Lightyear, hopefully, is going straight to theaters. So why, <laughs> like, what makes this one specific? And people are like, oh, well, you know, now's not the time to go out to the movie theater. And I'm like, okay, you say that. I get it. But also, No Way Home made over a billion dollars. It is the first pandemic-era movie yeah. to make over a billion dollars. I'm sitting, so. So you can't say that the movie theater audience isn't there. I think you know it's I mean? kind of a bad take to say that, oh, for safety, we're not doing this. Because like you said, Sing 2 was in theaters. How is that different? Like, because they're both animated movies that are technically for children. Technically. I think Pixar right. is really good at making movies that are bigger than that. But we're all aware of that. I think why is Pixar deserves so much better than to just go straight to Disney Plus. Because in my mind, like, that's the modern equivalent of a straight-to-VHS movie. Like, mm-hmm. this whole... Like, this is going to be an incredible movie. Because it's Pixar. Of course it's going to be incredible. And you're going stick to it, stick a Disney Plus original sticker on it? Come on. I think they deserve a lot better than that. And I just think it's really... Like you said, it's really stupid to be like, we're not, oh, it's not a time to go to the movie theater. These are the same people that saw No Way Home three times in the theater. What, like, what's wrong? I just realized I was muted. Whoopsies. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> to respond to your point, it's not like, it's not like movie theaters are shutting down entirely. Like, it would be one thing if we're like, oh, we're closing all the theaters and Sonic and Doctor Strange and all these other movies are going straight to mm-hmm. streaming. No, like... All of these other movies are going exclusively into theaters because I'm, I'm okay. I'm going to be honest. Uh, yes, it was a good idea to do like movies straight to streaming in 2020 and early 2021 mm-hmm. because of the way we were at with COVID. But I feel like at this point, it, I, kind of, it's how am like, I going to say this without saying it's sensitive? I think it, we've reached a point where we need to just kind of live with it at this point. Yeah. Like, I mean, I get it. Everyone's level of comfort is different. And I'm not saying you have Mm -hmm. to go to the movie theater. Like, if you don't want to go, then don't go. And I think Disney, honestly, could do, like, an HBO Max, like what they did last year. It was like, okay, all of our movies will be on the streaming service until this date. It'll be in theaters a little after that. And then you won't be able to watch it again for a certain amount of time before it comes out on DVD and all that. 
They need to do that. Because mm-hmm. if you notice, Pixar is the only Disney studio getting shafted to Disney+. Plus. No, absolutely. I think it's so... Like... Like... It's so stupid. Because, yes, I do think it was a good idea to do straight to streaming when we when we couldn't leave the house yeah because we couldn't go to the theater but and there's places in like there's places now where you still can't really we're like these really bad flare-ups where you can't that's why you do dual releases say hey it's in the theater for anyone that is comfortable and it is safe to go there but it's also on streaming where you can still where you can watch it here now you can make the argument, oh, but the money difference, you're paying to see it in the theater and you're paying to watch it at home. Like either way you're paying, it's not a huge deal. I think going straight to Disney Plus is just not smart. And I'm so confused because Encanto is blowing up. It's a great movie and it went it was in theaters and did great and then went to streaming not long after. So I'm kind of like why can't like where's the middle ground why does it have to be so like black or white yeah and here's the thing like marvel all of their movies have been in theaters and what what i think is really interesting about turning red is they're not doing like the disney plus premiere access where Mm -hmm. you pay 30 bucks like you still have to pay to watch it which honestly i thought that was stupid to begin with because you're paying to watch something and you own it but then when it goes free everyone owns it in air quotes so i thought that was really stupid if you were going to do it that way Hmm. put it on amazon or something pay the same price and then you own it in your digital collection instead of just being able to watch it on disney plus but i feel like with the whole scarlett johansson situation last year um they're not going to do that anymore no because i think there are certain people who, not saying everyone's going to come out and sue Disney, but I think there are certain people who now would be emboldened to do so because, because she won. Scarlett Johansson did it, and she won and got a settlement, Yeah, and still gets to work on all of her Disney projects that she was on, like Tower of Terror. Um, so I think Disney's just kind of like, yeah, we're not really going to, we're not going to put ourselves in that position again Yeah, to do that. And, okay, I wasn't super excited for Turning Red. Like, I've seen mm-hmm. one trailer multiple times, and it looks good. I'll watch it because it's a Pixar movie, and I love Pixar. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, like, I don't know. As someone who has the Regal movie pass, this is one movie that is not coming out in theaters, and that devalues one movie out of my pass for March. Yeah, I agree. Uh, January already is a really light month for me in terms of going to the theater because there's nothing coming out. Like, there's really no movies until February, March, April, May. Like, January is a pretty dead month. Now, taking another movie out of March, it, I don't well, know, it just kind of, it, it seems really dumb. Well, one movie that is coming out this month that I want to see is The 355. Um, uh, I saw a trailer for that. It looks... Well, mm. I mean, girl boss action flicks are never great because, and I, there's a whole essay that I watched on this that I... Um, I think it's by like Nerdtastic or whatever that like really great YouTube channel is. And they were like, the point of doing men bad, women good is not a good story. But the trailers for this one look a lot better. And I think Bryce Dallas mm-hmm. Howard needs more credit as an actress. She's in it. Yeah. 
Bryce Dallas Howard and Lupita. No, way. I don't believe that. That um, did not look like her. That did not look like her. I've seen that trailer so many times. <laughs> There's no way that's Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh man. Sorry, it has like a four star, four out of ten on IMDb right no, now. No, it's Jessica. Oh my gosh, that's not Chastain. Bryce Dallas. I knew it wasn't Bryce Dallas Howard. There's no way. No. I looked at it. I was like, no. <laughs> I feel bamboozled. <laughs> I've been backstabbed, bamboozled, oh no. and quite possibly betrayed. <laughs> it's Jessica Chainston? It looks just like her. I mean, Bryce Dallas Howard will be in a movie coming out this year. Oh. <laughs> Jurassic World 3 comes uh. out this year. <laughs> Everyone keeps forgetting about it, by the way. I forgot about it. Chris Pratt... Um, Chris Pratt did an Instagram post yeah. of like a still from the movie, and I was like, "Dude, we still haven't seen a trailer. What? What do you mean? Well, like, I'm. Where's our trailer? Where's a teaser trailer, dude? Is this? Is are we wrapping up the nerdiest news? Like, is this? Are we done there? Yeah. Okay. Nerdiest news is over. So Jurassic World. I'm so excited for that. Um, Me too. I think this is kind of a hot take. The first Jurassic World movie, fine. It's okay. The second, second Jurassic was World worse. movie. No, this is my hot take. I think the second one is better than the first one. I think I owe it to myself to watch both of those over. So I watched the first and I watched the original Jurassic Park. And then I was told to steer away from the other that they did in that one. The other two are So I just did. So I just went right to Jurassic World after that. And I was like, this feels like a cheap, like one of those cheap Hollywood money grab remakes. And then the second Mm -hmm. one was its own thing like aside from Jurassic Park cuz it was kind of like Star Wars where I was like this is J- Jurassic World for the sake of thinking back to Jurassic Park and uh-huh. I think what they did wrong with the first Jurassic World was the whole point and this is brilliant storytelling they put a guy who's horrible with children in charge of these very important children while they're running from dinosaurs that's awesome. And they tried to do that in Jurassic World where Bryce Dallas Howard's character was like, oh yeah, I'm not great with kids. But she never interacted with them, ever. The kids were running on their no. own. Like, my favorite part of the story of Jurassic Park was, like, not there. And then the second one turned into its own thing. And it was a little weird where they are like, we're cloning the dinosaurs, or whatever. Um, that was a little we're weird. That we're mutating. We're fusing. But... It opens. It ends with an incredible cliffhanger that keeps me very excited for the third movie, and I will be seeing it in theaters. Thank okay. you very much. Okay, I'm just I'm just gonna put this out there. In in the Jurassic World universe, the tragedy of what happened at Jurassic Park is canon. It's not like this is a different franchise. Mm-hmm. Why did no one think maybe we should make guns that pierce the dinosaurs' skin so we can kill them if they get out of control? Or maybe we put some kind of microchip in their brain that deep fries it so they die if they do whatever. But that's animal cruelty. They're like, no, that's so mean. Okay, BS though. I call BS (laughs) on the animal cruelty. Dude, they're dinosaurs that aren't supposed to be alive. That's the the point of the movie. That's the point of the movie. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just saying. No, you're right. There's some plot holes. It (laughs) makes sense in Jurassic Park Mm -hmm. because it was kind of set in like the 80s, 90s. They didn't have that kind of technology. Now we have drones, man. There's also something. You're telling me the military wouldn't have 
bullets that can pierce through dinosaur skin. Okay, you there's kidding me? also something to say for we would do it if we could. Bring don't, back dinosaurs don't or be able to shoot through their skin? Bring back dinosaurs. Don't think for oh, no, two totally seconds would. that we wouldn't be going to Elon Musk's dinosaur theme park for no, like a couple thousand dollars a ticket if like it was. We would. But at that point, I would really hope that Elon Musk invested in bullets that can pierce through the dinosaur <laughs> skin. So if they break out, we can kill them instead of like letting Drive, them eat you people. See, no expense spared. <laughs> There's spared no expense on the dinosaur killing bullets. No, no Jeeps, just Teslas. No. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk just drives around in a Tesla Jeep. <laughs> it's, no, it's the Cybertruck. They're like, dinosaurs can't pierce through the windows of the Cybertruck. Dinosaur cyber... mouth just goes right through the window. The low-poly Cybertruck running from a dinosaur. We never finished rendering the Cybertruck. <clears throat> we just printed it out like this. Dang. What's next, huh? Um, Book of Boba Fett. Have you watched any of it? I've seen the first episode. There's two out at the okay. moment of time of recording. Yeah. I've seen the first one, and it was kind of a slow burn, but it gave me excitement for the rest of the series, if nothing else. It felt more like a tease for the rest of the series, if anything else. So, I've seen both of the episodes. I watched the second one this morning, before we recorded, Mm -hmm. and... Okay. As a Star Wars fan, I like where the series is going. Mm -hmm. I think it's very interesting. It it definitely has those like Mando, like Mm -hmm. Mandalorian vibes because you know John Favreau is on it. Even though Robert Robert Rodriguez, if I can speak, Mm -hmm. is the director, still John Favreau like overseeing Mm -hmm. the whole thing. So it's very Mandalorian e. Now I will say the second episode. If you thought the first one was a slow burn, whoo! Second one is literally ninety percent flashback. Really? Which. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, because here's the thing. The way they're like the way they're formatting the series is very weird. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, we know as an audience that Boba Fett survived the Sarlacc pit. He survived all of these other things. And he's here. He's got his armor. He's in charge of Tatooine now. We know yeah. that as an audience. But then the show knows it can't go back and start at the Sarlacc pit mm-hmm. because we already know that he survived all these things. So there's not really any stakes in seeing that happen, yeah. but they still wanted to do it. And they were like, so here's Boba Fett and he's having this weird relation with all of the Tusken Raiders. And I'm like, if this does not come back to play some bigger point later on, I'm going to be very angry. Yeah. How because many you sat me down through an hour long episode that was, 45, or maybe not 45, like 40 minutes of it was just Tusken Raider flashback. And if this does not have some significant grander meaning in the greater plot of the show, then this does not mean anything. How many and it could have been cut. It, it didn't get? need to be there. I think it's seven. I think it's listed for There's seven. There's not enough episodes to do 40-minute flashbacks. <laughs> I know, and I'm really hoping the next episode doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, the next episode is more of like the present because that's what i care about because this is basically the star wars mafia show like boba fett is running the equivalent of the star wars mafia and that's what i want to see i don't want to see him screwing around with tuscan raiders for 40 minutes i want to see boba fett in the armor with a gun with fennec shan running the star wars mafia yeah that's it that's what you that's what you've advertised this show as and that's what it needs to be now 
all of everything I'm saying could be completely null and void because from this point on we do get into the mafia stuff and this was just like oh the first two episodes we mm-hmm. need a flashback and establish and blah 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 blah. But it feels like at the pace they're going because in the first episode there was a lot of flashback in the second episode there was a lot of flashback and it's like is this kind of one of those things where like you give us the flashback piece by piece by piece through every episode and then when you yeah. go back and watch all of them in sequential order everything it's like oh here's the grand puzzle like i don't know it it feels like and i'm really trying to not see it this way but it feels like a mandalorian knockoff Ooh, is what it that's is. sad and i'm trying not to see it this way i'm trying to individualize it as its own show because it's like it's not that it it clearly could be more than that um but we'll we'll see We'll yeah. see how it plays we'll out. We'll do. We'll try to do a full episode on the whole series at some point. And rest assured, um, <laughs> this is not the only Star Wars content we're getting this year. Thank <laughs> God. <clears throat> what a it dry really bothers me. For, what a dry year for Star Wars last year was. So sad. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm really mad as a Star Wars fan. Marvel got all this stuff. They got like four shows yeah. or like what? They got five shows, four movies. Star Wars gets like two shows we got the bad batch and visions which the bad batch was okay visions was great but that was it no games yeah. no show no other shows no movies where is lego like star wars <laughs> for star hey lego star wars is on track to release this year and that would make it the best year of star wars yeah regardless um so yeah i i ha- i hope book of boba fett gets better mm-hmm. i really do um and we will see what happens. Maybe do a, an episode once the whole thing is over and talk about it. Because yep. I will definitely have more thoughts mm-hmm. once we see the end. Whew. You know what else came out while we were gone? A little movie called Encanto. <laughs> okay, before we before we start talking about Encanto, I just wanna I just wanna speak candidly with everyone who okay. is on Encanto TikTok right now. Where were you? When the movie came out in theaters, huh? I heard nothing. Nobody talked about Encanto when it was in theaters. I was there. I've been saying it's great since day one. Comes out on Disney Plus, explodes on TikTok. Where were you when it came out in theaters? Are we wrong? I don't. I don't mean to gatekeep. I don't, I'm not gatekeeping Encanto here. Everyone should enjoy this movie. It's great. But all I'm saying is you can't pretend like it didn't come out in theaters a full month before it was on Disney+. Plus. Are we and wrong? And even once it was on Disney+, Plus, I could have still gone and seen it in the theater. Are we wrong? Are people not going to the theater? Is streaming better? That's what I'm saying. Oh, Nobody no. Nobody showed up for Encanto oh, when it was no. in the theater. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> I watched it New That's Year's what I'm Eve. Saying. But it wasn't. Me too. I got like, my mom to watch it New Year's Eve. But like, I wanted, I wanted to see it in theater. I didn't intentionally I know. avoid it. But also, I and feel that's like, what I'm saying is like, ugh, I feel like it got very, up. very little marketing. Um, yeah, Disney marketing was off this year, and I don't know what happened. I think um, you see. On one this hand, I like year, the sorry. idea of I like the idea of showing less so the expectation is lower. But also, if you don't, sh- if you show too much less i don't know what your movie's about so okay actually actually i'm gonna give disney props on this one because i had been watching i've been seeing the like the first encanto trailer since early 
this year or like mid 2021 yeah and they released a second trailer but didn't release it in theaters they just released it online oh so i walked into the movie and didn't know what to expect and i think that definitely increased the enjoyment of the film and here's the thing what I think is great, because I went back and watched the second trailer, is even if you watch the second trailer, it sets it up. The way they edited that trailer together, it sets it up like, oh, Mirabelle is going to go on this great grand adventure to like save the casita, and it's going to be great. Everything takes place within the casita. Yeah. They literally do not leave. It is one setting for the entire movie, and that's it. And I thought that was great. Disney did a bottle Usually, episode? <laughs> what? <laughs> Disney did a bottle movie? What? <laughs> But no, I think it really worked out in the movie's strength because it wouldn't have made sense for her to go out on this big mm-hmm. grand adventure because she didn't have a gift. So, like, she and wouldn't I, have been able to do that. Something interesting I heard, if you follow Straw Hat Goofy on TikTok, he's, like, my favorite account. He's so smart. Same. Um, he, he said all of the whole movie is taking place in the house. And because all of the problems are in house and i was like that's crazy and it's so so refreshing because disney has kind of gotten into this pattern with movies like frozen where it's like we're going on the grand adventure and we're going we're leaving the castle to go save someone and it's just kind of like even coco was like that where there were he was like no we're we're traveling, we're going. And I understand like that's really, I guess it's kind of easier to structure a story that way, but I feel Mm -hmm. like they did such a good job with just like, hey, these are the characters and this is the house and the house is a character and the music is phenomenal. Lin-Manuel Miranda cannot miss. He- Well, I mean, he can. He was in uh, Vivo, which- Sadness. Yikes. Sadness. He was what in... A, Encanto was such a rebound for him. Like, who? Yeah. Um, they got in the... Can we, Disney gets the good stuff. Can we talk about Bruno? <laughs> no, we can't. We we're don't not, we're not supposed about to talk Bruno. about Bruno. We don't talk about um, Bruno. Actually, funny point. I think it's funny. They never talk about Bruno in the movie. They only sing about him. Whoa! What so did they're you... never technically talking about him. They're always singing. Oh, I'm sorry. What a, so, what did you put on TikTok? That was like, um... Oh, you mean I literally just took Camillo's part of We Don't Talk About yeah. Bruno, posted it on TikTok, said let's stop pretending that this isn't the best part, and got no. 4,000 views, like 200-something likes. No, yeah. it is the best part, because it is. it's so good. His whole seven-foot frame rats so long as Brack... Like, that We were talking about this gold. the other day, we but it, it, has t- it has to do with the way... Like, how they put all of that together. How mm-hmm. it didn't feel like... Because some movies and some Disney movies feel like the voice actor is just sitting there singing the song in the recording booth. Yeah. And then they just put that over the animation. I think Frozen is really bad And it's kind of like, this. yeah, it works, but... Eh. Frozen but is really bad at all that. of the songs, All of the songs in Encanto... Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. ...felt like they were like, here's the choreography for the song. If you want to do it while you're singing it, do it. If not... No, mm-hmm. and then all of the, all of the voice actors understood the assignment. Mm, really did. They stepped up. They understood the assignment. They got into it, and it turned out so good. It and I really think that's did. why we don't talk about Bruno is the best song on the album, 
Um, which, you know, I get all hate for that. But, uh, no, I don't disagree. I think um, um, in his whole thing, like, I can hear him, like, because he does, like, this huge motion of, like, his arms going up. And I can hear the difference in his voice of, like, these motions. And it's really cool. I also think yeah. everyone underrated song surface pressure hello that song i listened is to so it good. again and i'm not gonna lie it, i mean i ranked all of the songs on tiktok and i put it at number four yeah and i'm i'm not gonna say i like and when i put it at number four i'm not saying it's a bad song i'm just saying the other three that i put above it are better but it is a really good song i think that one was the most surface pressure was the one that had the best i guess radio quality where i could that was the song i could see myself listening to outside of the movie um now that's me with we don't talk about bruno well that one too but it's also like that one is so connected to the movie that it wouldn't play on the radio because rest in peace radio disney (laughs) pour one out for radio disney another thing i want to say about the movie is like it, it, it. I think one of the things that's great about it is it's a very character-focused movie. Mm-hmm. As we were saying before, it's not about the adventure. It's not about where we're going or the goal we're trying to achieve. It's very, it's a very character-centric movie. Like if you pulled any one of the Madrigals out of that movie, it wouldn't work. They yeah. all have to be there playing their functioning roles mm-hmm. in order for the movie to work. And I think that's what's great because it's like. Use Frozen for an example. If you take Kristoff out of Frozen, what really changes about the movie? Yeah. The movie doesn't fundamentally change. If you take Olaf or Sven out of the movie, it doesn't fundamentally change. You take any of the Madrigals out of this movie, it, yeah, it doesn't fundamentally work. doesn't work anymore. Yeah, no, so, it's so good. Um, I will say, my one yeah. criticism of the movie, my one criticism, oh, I know it's the stereotypical Disney happy ending, but I feel like everyone in that family moved on from Abuela's gaslighting and emotional abuse and all of that way too quickly. Like, she was like, I'm sorry. And they're like, oh my gosh, it's okay. We forgive you. We love you. It's so great. I'm like, um, that's not how the Um. real world works. (laughs) Uh, There's a Um. lot of like healing that needs to be going on here. Like, but Tamita Bell kind of kind of called her out on that. She was like, "Hey, listen, uh, none of us are ever going to be good enough for you. This is all your fault." And uh, kind of getting real accurate there. Bruno left because uh, you didn't love him. Uh, I'm just saying, everybody kind of moved on a little quick. Abuela was like, "Mirabel, it's not cool to say incredibly true things like that. Please leave." <laughs> Mirabel, it's not cool to be- say the truth. It's all your fault. I'm gaslighting you. What is it, uh, Gatbot? Uh, uh, gaslight gatekeep girl bots. <laughs> stop, Abuela. No. Be like, <laughs> no, stop. No, moving on. Moving on uh. from Encanto. Great movie. If you haven't watched it already, go watch it. We just totally uh, spoiled the whole Plus. thing for you. You have I'm no sorry. excuse to not watch it. We have ex- we have spoiled the movie for you. You're welcome. Um, so what are you waiting for? Go but, watch but it. But I talked to I was talking to someone last week, which where she was like, I want to i want movies spoiled for me she's like if i ask you to spoil a movie she's like just tell me she's like it doesn't detract from the emotional impact for me like 
even that's not how it works for me. She's like, even if I know what's gonna happen, I don't know how it's going to happen or when it's going to happen. So she's like, I don't intentionally seek for them, but when I see them, I don't really care. And I was like, I saw Spider Man with you. What? Wh- who are you? <laughs> so what? I think it's funny. Uh, one of my teachers in in school still hasn't seen No Way Home yet. So um, we're working with like broadcast stuff this yeah. month. Um, and he put on like one of those graphics on the screen, like the news thing. It was a picture. It was the No Way Home poster, and it said "No spoilers" <laughs> underneath it. Oh no! Oh no! Um, I feel like, and I was like, "How have you not seen this movie? It's been a month." It's kind of like, your fault if you haven't seen it at this point. Yeah, if you get spoiled at this point, that was a choice to not go see the movie yet. Yeah. Although to be fair, he did. He was like, "Well, I have kids, and it's kind of hard to get a babysitter." Yeah. And I'm like, "Okay, fair. Take okay. your kids." Okay. <laughs> no. Okay, I just wanna. Um, I wanted to say this. I've been listening to the Genre Geeks this week. Very good podcast. Um, this man said that he called his parents to drive like six hours to babysit his children, so so that he and Based his wife parents? could go see it. And I was like, first of all, you have amazing parents. Second of all, you have some nerve to ask them. <laughs> like, what a Chad. Like, what a, what a what a move. I res- I have so much respect for that man. So maybe we should talk so, about what we're looking forward to in 2022. Yeah, we really should, because uh, it is 2022, and I think the the glory of this year is that everything has gotten delayed to this point. Yeah, and I say that like using Nintendo as an example. 2021, while well, yes, it was a good year for Nintendo, they still had a bunch of stuff that got delayed because of COVID, and it's all kind of bottlenecked mm-hmm. into this year. 2022 is going to be what we thought 2021 was going to be. Yeah. Um, and don't, I know there's like a whole us. gaming thing outside of um, Nintendo, but I don't care. Um, I mean, I do, but I because oh. I don't have one of the next-gen consoles yeah. other than Switch, and that's not even a next-gen console. So... Do you want to start with games? I will give you a. We kind of have. Like... I will give you a five-minute timer to talk about okay. Breath of the Wild too. Okay. <laughs> you get five minutes. Okay. Well, do we want five? And then if no, you give me five, give me five. You want five? I can sum up everything I want to say in five minutes or less. You ready? Yep. Set. Go. Okay, so. 2022 is the launch year of Breath of the Wild 2, and I'm telling you right now, you are not going to hear me shut up about this game even once I have it in hand. Now, my video uh, that I did about how it could release early in the year, I think it was funny because I released that video and then um, a bunch of news outlets came out and I was like, well, we're hearing late 2022. And I'm like, gosh, dang it. Why did I make the video then? Um, So I know I've talked about it in length extensively before and I'm so excited for it. Like, Breath of the Wild is my favorite game of all time. You can feel free to chime in on the conversation, too, okay. by the way. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, Breath of the Wild is my favorite game of all time, and Breath of the Wild 2 seems like it's going to step up and be the next. Like, it's going to be greater than the original game, and I think that's going to be great. Now, of course, there is the possibility that it has spent so long in development because they don't know what they're doing and it might be a letdown we do have to keep that in mind i'm not by no means am i saying oh the zelda team is going to do bad or it's going to be a bad game but i do want to keep that possibility on the table because we have been 
hyping up this game for three years now and it, it, expectations are getting kind of high people it's so we gotta like we gotta bring it back down gang. is this the no way hype home responsibly of zelda i sure hope not because i didn't like no way home <laughs> well that was I really want to like this game that sounds like a you problem <laughs> yeah it probably is a me problem uh another thing i want to say is like again hype responsibly but like can I have a t-shirt? The game seems like it's going to be really freaking cool. Because, like, all those new patents came out where they're like, oh, yeah, you can phase through stuff. Uh, when you're falling, you can aim straight down with a bow or you can, like, lean on your back and aim straight up. And I'm like, oh, that seems really cool. <laughs> like, it, if those patents are true, like, well, actually, no, they are legit. But if they translate into the game the same way they are listed as patents, then Breath of the Wild 2 will feel more like Horizon. Uh, which I think is great because I've always wanted to play Horizon, never had a PS4. Um, but I think, obviously, my most hyped game of the year, everyone's like, it's going to get delayed to 2023. And I'm like, I feel like Nintendo doesn't do that anymore. Now, of course, knock on wood, salt over the shoulder, fingers crossed, whole thing. Um, but I feel like Nintendo doesn't do that anymore because they, they could have given us a date in 2020 they could be like yeah it's gonna be 2022 we don't really know if it is or not but it could be hmm. uh and i feel like that's what they did with the original game where they're like yeah it's definitely 2014 okay it's definitely 2015 <laughs> okay it's definitely 2016 okay definitely 2017 this yeah. time and nobody believed them until they had it in their hand um but i feel like nintendo's been super careful about this game about what they are and aren't showing the way they talked about it at E3 last year, how they're like, oh, yeah, I've played through a final alpha build or whatever, and we have the title, but we're not ready to show it yet because, you know, it would spoil something in the game. And, you know, I feel like yeah, I think <clears> by the end of, of this year, <clears throat> we'll be playing it. I think it. we're just going to wake up one day and it'll be there. And it'll be like, it'll suddenly be real. Um, it'll Nintendo does this and it drives me crazy because... <clears throat> I am someone who has to have everything planned out. And so know, right? them just being like, because I said, I was like, I kind of want to buy an OLED switch when Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. And which is good spacing at this which point. Which is, yeah. But I'm also like, when is it coming? What if I wake up tomorrow and it's there and it's just out and I'm like, well, it won't be. They'd never do that. <sighs> Taylor Swift did it. I know, but this is a triple-A <laughs> multi-million dollar game. <laughs> They're not just going to be like, oh, yeah, by the way, it's here. Oh, Could yeah, you imagine the like the overflow on GameStop well, if I don't they did think... that? Oh, my gosh. I'm not saying that it'll be just be there. I think they're going to announce something that would say this month or this, yeah. I so here's I'm my scared. thought on that. Everyone's like, can't wait to see Breath of the Wild 2 at the January, February Nintendo Direct. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be real with you guys. As much as I want it, it's not going to be there. No. It's not, it, we're not going to see it again until E3. And that sucks. <laughs> when is E3? Because uh, maybe never because <laughs> it got moved to online this year. Um, but apparently the ESA who runs E3 had already abandoned E3 before then. Because their justification for putting it on like, really, you really going to cut me off? Uh, Time's so up. Now, no more, I'm no not more talking Zelda. about Breath of the Wild 2 anymore. Ha. Um <laughs> E3 now. Apparently, buddy. the ESA had already abandoned uh, E3 because really? it didn't go over well last year, 
And their justification for moving it online this year was like, oh, well, Omicron is spiking up and we don't want to, you know, we don't want to put people in danger. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. But like June's kind of a long way away. I just think saying. Uh, we need to ask the tough questions like, are game, do show- we need E3? Are game showcases like this outdated? No. Really? Because that's how I'm starting to feel no. about things like the Golden Globes and like the well, Oscars. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me explain. I think E3, okay, so there's Summer Games Fest run by Jeff Keighley, who does the Game Awards. And then there's E3 that's run by the ESA. Now, what I think is those two things should be smashed together, and it's one big week of gaming. You have Microsoft do one day, Sony do one day, Nintendo do another day, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and have small stuff in between. One week, you're done. Yeah. And the weird thing is, is we live in, like, a culture where you don't need that. Like, obviously, Nintendo doesn't need E3 to drop a Direct and be like, here's Breath of the Wild 2, here's Bayonetta 3, here's mm-hmm. a new Metroid game. Like, they don't need E3. They just do it because they've always done it, and it would look weird if Nintendo wasn't at E3. So I think I think this year will be the last year we do E3. If it, if it does end up happening, this will be the last year. It's kind of it. like, I don't know. It's like... I never watch the live event. I just watch a recap after. And I know a ton of people do watch, like you. But um, I didn't mean to say like you so judgmentally. That would just kind of came out like that. <laughs> but <laughs> people like you. I think like you. it's just kind of like, it's similar to like the Grammys or the Golden Globes or award shows like that. Where I'm like, who cares? Like, do enough people care for this to keep going on as such a big production? Because I think it's Mm -hmm. better when you just get, like, your narrowed-in thing, like Nintendo Directs or, like, Xbox News or whatever. Because if I care about Nintendo, I can watch the Nintendo Direct. Exactly. I don't really... I don't play PlayStation. I don't want to watch 45 minutes of PlayStation announcements... Just so I can see maybe a trailer for Breath of the Wild, but probably not. So, and I think another big thing about it is like E three used to be an in person thing. Mm-hmm. Like they used to like Nintendo used to do these big sprawling booths that were themed to whatever mm-hmm. their big game was, and, and like that's you could cool. go in person <laughs> to play demos of these games early. But without that aspect, it kind of doesn't like because if you were already there doing those things, yeah, you would sit down and watch their presentation. Oh, absolutely, for whatever they're gonna do, but. When you're just sitting at home, you're like, yeah, the Nintendo Direct starts in 20 minutes. Well, it changed no, from it in 15 minutes. It changed from a conference to a show, and it doesn't work as a show. So, because they don't put it on as a show, they no. really don't. It's just like it's, it's just here's live here's, stream events. Here's my here's my analogy. Um, watching E3 is essentially watching like two or three hours of church announcements. That's what I think. Honestly, though. <laughs> kind of true that's what i think they have a slide changer with pro presenter going click next thing true um, so in terms of other games i'm excited for obviously lego star wars and skywalker saga hopefully finally comes out in spring they've been saying like spring insert year for like three years now <laughs> lego star wars got announced the same year as breath of the wild 2 did and neither of those games are out yet I'm really scared that they're just screwing up Lego Star Wars. Like I, I don't think they are though. Because like terrified. I've heard YouTubers and stuff who played demos of Lego Star Wars at E3 when it was announced, 
and they were like, this is like no other game we've ever played before. Like this is like no other Lego game we've ever played. And I feel like they're finally ready mm-hmm. to launch the game this year. I really hope they are. Um, Cause I want to play it. Uh, I've had a semi-active pre-order going on on Amazon for a solid year now. <laughs> So, also, what I think is funny is I pre-ordered that game at GameStop because after, because like here's another thing about E3. I know we have like five minutes to an hour, and then you know we gotta start wrapping up. But like, my thing about E3 is it was always so much fun to watch all of the presentations and then go to GameStop and be like, okay, I want to put a down payment pre-order on Forza Five, uh, Lego Star Wars, Luigi's Mansion, Link's Awakening. Like I went in after E3 2019 and put pre-orders down on like mm-hmm. seven games. I didn't know how I was gonna pay it all off, but it was <laughs> fun as heck to walk in and be like, I want to have a, I like want to pre-order all of these games physically. Uh, now of course I ended up canceling all of them except for Luigi's Mansion. Um, <laughs> but so yeah, I did have a pre-order for Lego Star Wars at GameStop. Uh, yeah. So, fingers crossed it comes out this year. I think that's it what will. I hope. I think it will. I think um, they're ready. I think because they showed something at uh, I don't remember what the the summer event was. Uh, it was something in August, and I live streamed so it on the Lego many, Maniacs. There's so many events uh, going on that I can't keep up. <laughs> what was it? But they showed they showed it there, and uh, they put like a whole trailer together with gameplay and all that, and I was like, yeah. I think they're ready for a spring 2022. So moving on to okay. movies, I'm just going to kind of list off some of the ones I'm excited for. I said the 355. Now that I know Bryce Dallas Howard isn't in it, I'm a little <laughs> less excited. I'm um, sorry I ruined that for you. <laughs> I could have seen the whole movie and didn't know. Like, I would have thought it was You would have gotten to the end of the credits and been like, like that wasn't Bryce Dallas Howard? What? Um, what the heck? So maybe I don't want to see the 355. I just want to see Bryce Dallas Howard. But, um... Jurassic I want to see World that. comes out in July, I think. That episode of The Mandalorian she directed was amazing. Anyway. I know, um, right? I want to see The Death on the Nile, um, which is the... Um, which oh, yeah. Is the Isn't sequel, that, like, the unofficial sequel to um, Murder, Murder on, on the, the Orient Express? Express. And um, we're talking about doing an episode with... Under underrated movies and Murder on the Orient Express is on that list for me. I love that movie. Oh yeah, um, the new one. I mean, um, I'm very excited for Sonic Two. I feel like that's rapidly Dude. approaching. Like, bro, bro, bro. Hold on. Why hold am on, I so excited on. for this movie? <laughs> hold on. I'm gonna be totally transparent with you. I don't think I am more excited for any movie other than Sonic Two. Like, I am unrealistically. I am so overhyped for this movie like the biggest thing coming out of the game awards for me was that trailer for the yeah. sonic movie too it's it looks so good no, i'm so excited because like, it's actually a good video game movie yeah no and legit I, hold on i think i think before the sonic movie 2 comes out we need to do an episode about the first sonic movie i think we should or or tie it into our review of the uh, second movie because oh the sonic movie one it was so good it was really good like every it kind of blew everyone away because they're like oh it's a video game movie it's gonna be bad and it also Uh, started that whole feud where he looked like an 11 year old child and it was like what that's terrifying (laughs) but then they fixed it and there's still controversy if it that was like a marketing ploy or whatever i don't think it was but i don't think it was i think they genuinely (laughs) wanted to stick with that because if you look at the way they did the concept art and all that nah they were sticking with that design but then people were like no this looks terrible 
Um, and then they fixed it, and we're like, whoa. Hey, sometimes good. cyberbullying works. <laughs> Don't put it that way. <laughs> Um, so Sonic also, 2, another thing excited. that has me excited about that movie is Idris Elba actually did research on Knuckles to learn more about the character before he voiced the character. Oh. And I was like, this is the kind of thing people need to do if you're going to do a video game re- movie. You have to research the actual video game. I'm so excited. Um, it looks so good. Although, you know, I really hope we don't watch it and be like, oh, that was the worst oh, thing I've ever sucks. seen. Oh, that sucks. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. Wait, hype, you know what movie that could happen with? What? You know what movie that could happen with? Don't you The Dave. Super Mario movie. Everyone. Don't forget that comes out at the very end of the year. We're, this is becoming a thing. We'll have t-shirts at some point. Hype responsibly. <laughs> we need to make hype responsibly t-shirts. Oh uh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, uh Next the thing, Mario movie has the biggest potential to suck. I put Marv, I put Mario movie question mark on things I'm excited for because I'm like, Mario movie? Maybe? I also feel like we don't know enough about it to be excited for it. Once it. I like, get it. All they gave us was the cast. I think it. it's going to be the kind, it's not going to be the kind of movie that we're expecting it's going to be. I think it's going to be more of a... Let's jump around and like have funny jokes with all these characters with like kind of an underlying story. But I think it's going to be kind of like the Lego movie where it's like, wow, that was like low key emotional. I don't know why they felt like they had to do that. Um, Mario movie, last episode of the year. Movie review. Um, last episode ever because we'll give up on movies as a whole after watching. <laughs> we'll, it. we'll just be like, cinema is dead. Nah, we're done. Movies are dead. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> um, I'm also very excited for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. That trailer was sick. Sam Remy coming. Wanda, our queen. Rhonda's back. My girl, Wanda's back. Mm, That trailer looks so good. It looks so scary, and I'm so excited. Um, I said this earlier, Jurassic World, Dominion. Very excited for that. I might be the only one that's excited for that. And then... Uh, No, I'm I'm excited for it, Okay, okay. Just Chris Pratt. Can't go wrong with Uh, Chris Pratt. Part one... Across the Spider Verse, y'all. Part sorry, w- uh, the Superior Spider-Man crossover movie franchise. Just saying. Part one. All I'm saying. What's that? Part two coming. I would assume. I'm so excited. 2023. 20, so excited. What's your? Actually, yeah, Ooh. I think part two is coming in 2023 because uh, the director it was either Phil Lord or Chris Miller. One of them was like, "Oh yeah, we're working on." Like, we're working on them simultaneously. Okay. It's not like a part one stops and then we work on part two. Like, we're working on them simultaneously. I was like, dope. That's so sick. Wow. I love that. Any movies on your list that weren't on mine? Um, I I put Thor Love and Thunder. Comes out in July. I'm not thrilled for that one, but Taika Waititi back to direct. Okay. Taika Waititi is one of my favorite directors, and I think he's going to do a great job. But, um... Also, a movie I, I know that's not coming out this year uh, that I am also really excited for is uh, the Tower of Terror movie because Taika Waititi is directing that too. He's so like, good. <laughs> He's so talented. My um, guy. <laughs> I can't think of anything else. Those are kind of like my yeah. hype movies for the year. I, I really can't wait for Sonic, man. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, there's a new Transformers movie coming out this year. You and your Transformers. Which I never thought I would get excited over a Transformers movie. Um, you and your but Transformers. But it actually looks like it's going to be good. 
because it's directed by the same guy who directed Bumblebee, which if you haven't seen Bumblebee, you need to watch it. It's an actually good Transformers movie with our queen, Haley Steinfeld, as the lead human in that movie. So now you gotta mm. watch it. Also, I will say, I got uh, when I got my iPad, it came with a three-month free trial of Apple TV Plus that I had not redeemed until now because I found out that Haley Steinfeld is in an Apple TV original show that I want to watch now. What is it? And I'm pretty sure... Um, oh, shoot, I don't know what it's called. Um, I would give you the name, but I don't know what it is I'll off the top of my it. head. It's, it's all about her trying to become a poet or a songwriter okay. or something. Uh, it's only 30 episodes, which, of okay. course, you know I'm going to blaze through that yeah. in, like, two days. You know, uh, okay, we need to, like, really wrap this up. But also, you know what's an, on Apple Plus right now that I really want to watch that maybe you could watch with me? is The Therapist Next Door. And it has Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd, and Katherine Hahn. And oh, okay. Paul Rudd, it takes place in like the 70s, I think. And Paul Rudd is like Will Ferrell's therapist, but like starts to take over his life. It's like a, dra- it's like a drama, but like, I don't is know. Is it a movie or a show? It's a show. And it's currently oh, running. okay. Um, also, if you have Apple TV Plus right now, you should watch Greyhound with Tom Hanks. It's also in my underrated movies. Jeez, you're giving me like 10,000 things to watch. That's a great show. Um, what's that? You know what comes out this year in 2022? What? I'm going to say it. You're going to be mad at me. Only Murderers in the Building Season 2. <laughs> it was on a list. I was looking at like shows that come out in 2022 and that was on the list. And I was like, is that this year? I would assume so. I don't know. I don't know. If it's we'll already see. in production, we'll they could definitely have it out no, by the end of the year. No, it's in production now. Um, yeah, they'll have it out by the end of the year. Final note. What's that Kristen Bell show called coming out on Netflix? Oh, the mm, the girl who lives across the street from the neighbor next door. Or, some, or it's like the neighbor who lives across the street from the girl next door or something like that. It's like, like a that. comically long title. And it looks it really and scary. It looks pretty good. I'm, pretty, I'm kind of excited for it. Um, I don't do horror very often, but no. I, I, I might check it out. But we stand Kristen Bell. My but we stand we Kristen do. Bell. <laughs> we do. Um, we so. just uh, going to wrap up here with we reached out to a couple other podcasts in the community, um, the Podrigation. We asked him what the, what? Uh, the pod Podrigation. Congre- no, mm, don't no? don't phrase it. Like okay, that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried. Don't phrase it. Like I tried. Um. And so we have two responses are here. We, uh, this are we one both plugged into the podcast Instagram right now. Yes. <laughs> um, this one Instagram is Instagram will never know. This one is from the Niche Guys podcast. They say, "Hey guys, well done for an excellent year. Looking forward to seeing what you guys in in the pipeline for 2022. Thank you very much. Thank you, Niche Guys. Thank you. Thank you. Love you guys. Uh, it says personally, we are massively excited for Horizon Forbidden West." Elden Ring and Thor Love and Thunder. Give me the next Taika oh, Waititi so Thor the one. and the Chainsaw Man anime. I haven't heard. Oh, of... I forgot that comes out this year. I haven't heard of that. Um, it looks really good. I've heard the manga is really good. I haven't read it, yeah. but I've heard it's good. Horizon is Forbidden West is. Wish looks, I had a PS5. Looks like it's going to be an incredible game for anyone with a PS5. <laughs> yeah, like um, all you two people who have a PS5. Both of them. Um, thank you very much for your response. We appreciate it a lot. Um, and now, genre geeks responded. Genre geeks responded. There, and I don't. I don't. Do you want to read? I don't want to play favorites. 
but they're kind of my favorite. <laughs> Damn. Um, you're like the parent who's like, ah, I don't I love all my favorites. kids equally, except you're the favorite. favorite. No, no hate to other podcasts, but like you guys are doing great. You're because you are doing great. But I just really, I feel like the genre geeks are doing the best. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's a joke. I'm sorry. It's a joke. No, it's a joke. We are no, obviously. It's a joke. We're obviously. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Um. Well, they gave three responses. Do you want to read? Just, just read. It. Uh, yeah. I'll read all three of them. So. Heath is excited for Bayonetta 3, Elden Ring, Forspoken, God of War Ragnarok, and Breath of the Wild 2. My guy! Breath of the Wild 2 hype in the chat. Let's, Let's go. go! Can I get some pogs in the comments? Can I get some poggers in the chat? No. We're no. not Twitch. Uh, <laughs> Darren is excited for Multiverse of Madness, God of War, and The Last of Us TV series. Again, another thing that I keep forgetting is coming out this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, and AJ says The Northman, The Batman. Forgot about that, too. Uh, nope, Spider-Verse 2, Thor, Love and Thunder, and Halloween Ends. Okay. So, sounds a like more, a good year all around more into me. the More into the thriller sides than we're, we're on. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big thriller person. No, me neither. Um, it's a great Michael Jackson Although, album. Although, shockingly but... enough, Last Night in Soho was, like, way up there on my list. list now, so. I'm not a thriller person, unless it's Michael Jackson, but... I was um... literally about to make the same joke. <laughs> Yeah, because um, Nope is the Jordan Peele film, right? I think so. I think so. Um, and then Halloween Ends is a big deal for people that like that franchise, but I haven't seen yeah. any of them. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, as we wrap I'm very up excited. here, very, um, thank you for your responses. Very good. Um, I love you great all. Great year. I love you We're all. We're going to have a great year. We're 2022 gonna is going to be great. Um I'm super excited about the episodes we have planned, mm -hmm. especially like just off the stuff we talked about here, like Sonic, Boba Fett. I put it on the list in November, but we can do a Breath of the Wild retrospective before Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. Um, wow. So put it in November? Where's your confidence? Too? Jeez. And in November, what do you mean? <laughs> Are you t Wait. Nah. If it's not March, it's November. There's okay. no way. Okay. okay. Maybe October. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, as we wrap up here, our question of the week is going to be down in the description. You can check it out on Spotify. If you don't have Spotify, you can respond on the Instagram or on uh, you can go to the contact us page on our website. Um, but yeah, the question of the week this week is going to be, what are you looking forward to in 2022? Let us know by posting down below. It can be game, movie, show, comic book, manga, whatever you are into. What are you personally most excited for this year? So, with that being said, I think we're good yeah. to end it. We good? Yeah, we're good. Got anything else to say? No? Mm, okay. No. I already said <clears> more <throat> than I intended to. Thank you for listening today. If you want to stay up to date with the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram or TikTok, at oh. The Nerdiest Podcast. And if you have feedback or a question you want to submit, you can do so through the Contact Us page on our website. And if you enjoy what we're doing here, you can get five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, gosh darn it, or anywhere else you listen. We need those five stars. If you're gonna leave a review, just leave five stars. And you can also- Even if you don't like even it. Even if you don't like it, just be nice and give five stars. Um, free podcast. I mean, what do you, what do you expect? Um, and if you, if you do really enjoy what we do here, the best way for us to grow is word of mouth. So please tell a friend, tell a family member, if you have like a random distant cousin that you think maybe like Spider-Man, so you got them Spider-Man bed sheets for Christmas. You can send them whatever. That was just an example, not real life 
anyway. That was vaguely, that was oddly specific to be an example. I didn't do that. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Again, (laughs) thank you for listening, and we hope to see you in the next episode. Peace. Out. Bye.